It's the Dear Auntie Podcast with your favorite aunties, Carm and Co. Talk to me. What's going on with you? You need advice and they've got the answers. Auntie gonna keep it real. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. Hey, Auntie. You're tuned in to the Dear Auntie Podcast. Podcast. We are your favorite aunties. I'm Co. And I'm Carm. And we are here to give y'all some real life advice that Mm -hmm. ain't based on nothing Nothing. but real life because we are not experts. Nope. We are not therapists. Uh Uh-uh. We just some people who have learned some things the hard way. The very hard way. And we want to help you save yourself from at least the mistakes that we've made. And so in case y'all thought y'all were here for expert advice, we just want to put that disclaimer out there. (laughs) <laughs> don't write us if it doesn't work out for you however if you did write us we are going to get to some advice later on in the show if you would like to advertise your business um, definitely make sure you hit us up at dearauntiepod at gmail.com we are creating new opportunities for small businesses and you know we especially love supporting our black woman owned businesses so if you got something you would like us to wear represent be ambassadors we gonna be we like we're it. gonna put like booking Info in our bio and stuff like uh-huh. hire Carmen Co. We're gonna come host your event doing the damn thing. The auntie influencers, yes, let's do it. Okay, yeah. so holla at your girls. All right, so first up, I want to talk hot topics because we have a really Ooh. special episode today. We have guests today, we do, but before we talk to our guests, I want to talk about a hot topic. Okay, let's do it. All right, so Carrie Washington, our girl who auntie. we talked about. I think one of our our previous episodes. Anyway, did you see her Halloween costume? I did not see it coming. She dressed up as our niece, Shakari. I love that. I mean, I think we have an image of it. It'll play somewhere. somewhere. It'll play. I'm I'm still getting used to that. But I think it's so cool that an auntie would dress up as a niece for Halloween. Just showing... Showing love. Yes. That is definitely... I always, in my mind, I put aunties in two categories. Okay. You are either a Cardi kind of auntie or you are... A Nikki kind of auntie. Ooh. And there might be some gray areas, but just for, you know... <laughs> Was for there that, some for shade? For sake of time, there's a little bit of shade. For sake okay. of time, and, you know, uh-huh. y'all understand what I'm saying. So she's though. giving so Cardi she giving Cardi vibes. Very much so. Okay, I like that. Yes. Next up, our girl Kim K. She knows how to make a my girl. Coin. Can we go on record? I just want to go on okay, record. Okay, you going on record? Not my girl. Okay, all right. She knows how to make a coin, though. She makes a coin. And so recently she came out with a bra. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's mm-hmm. a nipple bra. Mm-hmm. And it just, I don't know the purpose of it, but it is a nipple bra, and you can just see your nips everywhere you go. It's even when you're hot, you can look cold. Is that the... I saw something like Is that, that the tagline? Yeah, I saw something like that. Okay, well, um, how do you feel about that? Because I was a little disturbed. So I'm not disturbed. I think that there are lots of crazy things. I mean, I've seen... You've seen mm-hmm. the like the shoes that you can buy that are already dirty. That is like a crazy, ridiculous thing. I the think jeans, I have seen that. Gucci I jeans think I have the grass seen that. stains. Mm-hmm. Like the, mm-hmm. there are plenty of crazy, fashionable things. I don't think that's the craziest. However, mm-hmm. I'm not supporting you, Kim K. But Fashion Nova, <laughs> I probably shouldn't be supporting y'all either. But I still do judge a mama. Fashion Nova has the nipple ring bras. And I mean, I'm, here, what, I'm I mean, here for that. My question is, what is the purpose? The purpose is, I am actually afraid to get my nipples pierced. Uh-huh. I do not desire for that. But, but it's like wanna... having a temporary tattoo. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay, well. Um, I So them. I will not be purchasing, but if you would like to purchase it, um, it's, I'm assuming in her, link in her bio. I won't be visiting. <laughs> okay. 
So, you know we have to talk about the Cheesecake Factory. Homegirl. Debacle. <sighs> yeah. Okay, because Cheesecake Factory has got the people in an uproar. Me, personally, they never done nothing to me. I love Cheesecake Factory. I love the bread. What? What I is love- the... Tell the people, though, what's the cheesecake thing in case they haven't seen it. So, there was a video that went viral where a woman was going on a date and she refused to get out of the car because he had pulled up to the Cheesecake Factory. They had mm-hmm. pulled up to the Cheesecake Factory. And so it went viral and it started this whole conversation around, do I want to go to the Cheesecake Factory on a first date? Mm -hmm. And so the girls have come up with a list of the places that they refuse to go on a first date. I've seen these lists. So I got to read some of these, um, some of these places people do not want to go on a first date. Okay. Okay. So Cheesecake Factory is number one. Mm -hmm. It's at the top of the list. Then you have Applebee's. Chili's, the Olive Garden, and Chipotle. And then they even say they don't want to go to your house. They don't want to go to church. They don't want to go to the gym. And they don't want to go to a family function either. And uh, they definitely don't want to go to the Waffle House. All right? And Mm -hmm. so some people that live here in Atlanta might be offended by that. But it is what it is. So what are your thoughts on that list? I agree with everything on that list except for... The Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. So when I was in high school, Cheesecake Factory was like that shit. Like, that's where you went after prom. It's, it when really I was. was. It was. It, yeah. The gold, like, you went in there and you just thought it was expensive. And for us, a $20 meal was expensive, mm-hmm. right? So so I, we held it to a high esteem. Yeah. 2023, not so much. However, I think that people care too much about what other people think. Because I personally... I felt like I'm not going to the Cheesecake Factory. And me and my husband have had this thing, not because I felt like I was above the Cheesecake Factory, but because I felt like I don't want nothing at the Cheesecake Factory. The menu too long. The menu too long. But then I went to the Cheesecake Factory and I started ordering some stuff on that long-ass menu and it was actually delicious. I take myself on solo dates to the Cheesecake Factory and and sit at the bar. Now look at you over here at the Cheesecake Factory. I mean, I try all the appetizers, all the drinks. Girl, the bread. Give me the brown bread. Give me some more bread, please. Please. And thank you. Yeah, stop it. That's what I would like to say. Please stop it. And what I got from the comments on those posts were the wives talking about the dates, the first dates they went on with their husbands. Uh Because in the grand scheme of things, nieces and fellow aunties, those are petty little trivial things that don't really matter. And a lot of times you're basing these rules off of what you've read online or what you've seen an influencer Mm -hmm. or a reality TV person do. And you need to play in your own playground like with your own people you cannot be basing rules and standards off of like social media don't miss your blessing honey girl you're gonna be single don't miss as your blessing. shit that's Sitting all cheesecake factory trying to get somebody at the bar that's all i'm trying to say don't now speaking this. of delicious food to speak speaking of cardi b she is now in partnership with our auntie patty labelle oh they have okay. come together to bring their pie and their whipped cream together as one. Oh, Cardi B had whipped cream? Yeah, she has an alcoholic whipped cream. Okay. Yeah, and so it's going to be a seasonal partnership, so I'm assuming this Thanksgiving, they're going to, like, really roll out the red carpet for us so that we can get our pie and our whipped cream at the same time. I am here for it. See, this is I I didn't even know this was on the list. Cardi, she has cross-generational relationships. She knows how to make moves. She is... She is... Passing the torch down to little young niece Glorilla, you know, <laughs> showing love to Ice Spice, yes. looking out for the young girls. And yes. then because of that, I believe, because of her spirit, the older aunties are... Passing. They love it. Yeah, they're loving her as well. So That's I love to see about. it. Two of my favorite people. Get the all right. 
And so I think that wraps up our hot topics, but you know we have to talk about what we are absolutely over. Hmm. Okay? So this has been on my spirit for quite some time. Auntie is over it. What is it, Auntie Carm? I am over this whole tipping industrial complex. I'm over it. It is really, um, I think, every time I go to a restaurant... You know, sometimes I don't really eat in a, in restaurants a lot lately. Mm-hmm. So usually I'm going to pick up. And okay. so they have the tip jar there and then they ask you on the receipt, "Do you want a tip extra?" And do you want I'm like, "All I all you did was put my food in the bag and, and hand it, it to me." T- mm-hmm. That's it. What am I tipping for? What exactly is this about? And so I feel like now we are being scammed. At a high level here in the United States with this tipping industrial complex that is happening to us. And so what are your thoughts on tipping? When you go pick up your food, do you tip? Okay, specifically. So I have had a rule Mm -hmm. that if you have a tip jar, if the owner of this establishment is okay with you having a tip jar, obviously they think you're doing something that could be worthy of, yeah. you know, some gratuity. So, you know, if, if you do something, if you are friendly, if you're whatever, then yes, sure. sure. Do I think that you're obligated for takeout? No. Do I think that you're obligated for Uber Eats? No. I don't I don't think you're obligated unless... So you don't think they're obligated for Uber Eats? I don't think you're obligated for Uber now Eats. I, that's now between that's Uber when I Eats, tip. That's between Uber Eats and their employees. Because you brought it to my house. You did. And it, and if, if I am in the spirit of giving a little extra, okay. then I can do that. But I don't think it's an obligation. Like the people who show up at your door and hold your food hostage because mm-hmm. you didn't tip them, that was not... You didn't... That shouldn't be you an expectation. You better be careful, Auntie Co. I'm just saying that shouldn't be an expectation. Well, all I'm saying is because... They can see if you tip them or not, I think, before they bring your food. So you mess around and don't tip somebody. And, you know, folks are crazy these days. They are crazy. I'm sorry. But to answer, to I think to wrap this up, I think when we go into a location, I spent my gas money, Mm -hmm. I spent my time Mm -hmm. and all of my effort to come pick this meal up. If I'm going to be tipping anybody, I'll tip the cooks in the back. Right, but you person at the front you're register lady, you're getting who nothing just from me. Put the thing in. The, I, I can't do it. You're not here for it. I can't bring myself to do it. All right, is subjective, and this is a very American thing because they other do cultures are not having these conversations, mm. and it really comes down to these business owners because, and it's not even the business owners; it's really the state laws. Because you know, when I was a bartender, and I don't know what it is now, but you get paid two dollars and thirteen cents an hour. Yeah. So if you aren't tipping me. I'm literally a slave here. That's true. And and I just have to say, we got to take that up with the business that, owners. That, or, the, or the government, because it really comes down to, the, to for... the structure. If you are in that type of hospitality industry, yeah. it's mm-hmm. a different, it's not minimum wage. It's I agree. Less. So um, I personally am over in the same kind of um, light. Same spirit. Shout out to Uncle Keith Lee. I love me some Keith Lee. Okay, Shout I heard this out to disrupting you. Disrupting. Do you know that the Atlanta restaurant owners had to have a meeting? Like, they had to call an emergency meeting. It's about time. After Keith Lee left Atlanta. So shout out to you. Maybe you can (laughs) help us get some respect here in the city of Atlanta. But what I am over is people on the internet Mm. saying that if you share an honest opinion about a black business, you are bashing said black business. Okay, yes. And Mm -hmm. now, I... the, The issue that I have is there's no way to improve 
if you are not giving honest feedback. Getting feedback, correct. Now, I have been in situations where I have actually been in establishments and, you know, tried to offer feedback, mm-hmm. not online, but in real life. Face-to-face. Face-to-face, and it was not, you know, taken. It was not, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't want it, whatever. Um, and so sometimes every business owner is not open to your opinion or feedback, whatever, your right? feedback, right. Um, however, I don't believe that just because you have a platform and just because you have an opinion, you are putting someone down if you share your opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that it is kind of ridiculous to expect every opinion to be a positive one. And yeah. I don't think black people should have the responsibility of accepting 100% of black businesses just because they are owned by black people. And I support black businesses down. I, mean, I just want to say that also. I'm going to have to agree with you. I think Keith Lee... Um, has his platform because he has integrity, because people trust him, because he's a good person. And essentially, he likes to eat. So he's going around doing his reviews. He can't help that he went viral, and now he's, like, on this huge platform. I think this is something he just likes to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, recently, like you said, he shook it up here in Atlanta. He gave kind of, like, a slightly bad review to Candy's Restaurant, but this isn't the first bad review Candy's Restaurant We've been giving bad reviews to Candy's Restaurants for years, and she don't care. And nobody cares, and that's the point. It's like, (laughs) you don't care when we give bad reviews. Right. So, So, please. And he had a good point. Why, all of a sudden, do you have seating available now that I said that I'm Keith Lee? Because this is Atlanta. But the one thing I don't like about this whole situation is that Keith Lee is getting death threats. That part. His family. His family is in jeopardy now because y'all can't take a little bit of feedback. And this man, this is how he's probably paying. This is probably his living now. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. probably makes a living doing this. And now you all have taken the joy out of what he likes to do and what something that he's good at because you can't take a little feedback. That part. And I, and the last thing I'm going to say, because this really pisses me off. Um, Ocho Cinco, I think he has a podcast. And he made some very disparaging remarks about Keith Lee And I'm glad Keith Lee got him together because what he said is, listen up, why is this the first time that you're talking about me? Why is this the first time that my name is in your mouth? Because over the last few years, I've helped black businesses grow. All of that. I've helped black businesses get more um, uh, clients and customers. I've helped them bring in more revenue. But now, because I went viral, you, the only thing you have to say about me is that I'm bashing business. I'm bashing businesses and what are my credentials? What credentials do I have to critique? Y'all don't ask, excuse me, my eyelash done got stuck. I'm so upset. Um, you know, you don't ask these white folks, these white influencers what are their credentials Not ever. when they're giving them. feedback. So I don't think that people should be doing that to Keith Lee. And that's he did apologize that. though. And I appreciate that. I do, yes. Ocho Cinco okay. came out and apologized and I appreciate someone who uh-huh. can say, you know what? I was wrong. Okay. I did some research. Whew. Well, we had to get that off our chest, didn't we? Yep. All right, I feel better about it. So today's topic of the day is, I think, somewhat of a controversial topic. Is it? Um, so it's aunties for life. That what does is that the, mean? That is the title of this episode. And we are talking to women today that said, F them kids. F them kids for life. We don't want to have no children. We'll leave that up to you all. Okay. All right. Get somebody so else to do I'm it. Exci- get somebody else to do Got it. it. So I'm excited to talk to three amazing women today. But first up, we have Christy Rogers here with us in the studio. How yes, are you? Thank you. I'm hey, good. Hey. Thank you for having me. Welcome to Dear Auntie. So I have a few statistics that I want to read off really quickly. 
So it says that here that the Institute for Family Studies shows that 63% of women who don't have kids said they have no desire to have kids. And 40, 42% of those women said the reason was their desire to maintain their personal independence. So what do you have to say about that statistics, that statistic? And um, tell us a little bit about yourself, your age, where you live, where you're from. Tell us more about you. Well, I am 38 years old. Okay. Uh, I'm originally from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay. Um, I am an executive health care leader. Um, and have been an executive healthcare leader for the last 15 years. Okay. Um, so that's pretty much part of the reason why I have made the decision um, not to have children. Um, I think my lifestyle, my work, you know, uh, style is just demanding for me mm -hmm. um, at this point. And that was the primary reason uh, for yeah. making that decision. So more so about career. Mm -hmm. Your life is just you know, taking off, yes. you got a lot to do, you're an yes. executive, you mm -hmm. don't have time right. to be feeding nobody, taking nobody to soccer <laughs> I practice. I could barely keep up with me. Okay, that's okay. that's a valid that's a valid reason. Yeah. Um, and so, I have a question. Okay, go ahead. What is your ultimate career goal? Um, my ultimate career goal is to get to um, COO level um, mm -hmm. in the executive hospital space. Are there currently women in, in that role or in a role similar to that? Um, right now, there's a few of us um, that are in that role, but l a lot of us are not of women of color, mm -hmm. you know. So that's that's pretty much why I have to kind of feel like I have to step it up even more so um, in my work environment because I am a woman of color. Are you feeling like you have to sacrifice? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because for me, and part of it is that I, I kind of saw how my mom, you know, uh, came up and raised me, right? She was a single mom, you know, didn't have my father in my life. Um, and so she worked for many years, two jobs. Um, and so I didn't get to see her a lot, right? Um, and I said that if I had the same kind of work style, right, mm -hmm. It was important for me, if I was going to have kids, that I was going to be present mm. um, in their life. Not saying that my mom, you know, didn't do the best mm -hmm, that she mm -hmm. could, right? Um, but it was important for me that if I was going to have children, I needed to be more hands-on gotcha. in their life. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm curious, before you got into your current role... Mm -hmm. Did you ever think about having children? I did. Okay. I, I kind of had the white picket fence all laid out. You know, at the time I was dating someone uh, long term, you know, thought I just wanted to go ahead and have twins and mm -hmm. one and done get and get with. it over Two with. Um, um, and then as I continued to have more success mm -hmm. um, in my career, that's where I said, you know what, it, it, I have to, you know, focus on my own, you know, space, my own happiness and where I want to, you know, move forward, what my lifestyle looks like for me long term. And so that's what made that the. So what decision. does that look like for you? What does <sighs> happiness mean to you? What is your ultimate goal over the next few decades? Like, where do you see yourself? You know, ultimate happiness to me is being able to be free to make my own decision. You know, for so many years, especially within the probably say the last six or seven years, I've gotten a lot of pressure over the years from, you know, because I am the only child as well. Mm. Um, so a lot of pressure from family members, a lot of pressure from, you know, um, mom's friends. Right. You got to have a, you know, a, a, a grandchild for your mom. Well, do I? Mm. 
Hello. Do I? Listen. What village do I have? Listen. You know, uh, to take care of one or two children. I need a village first. I keep telling my uh, my family the same thing because I am the only child as well. And my first cousin, he's gone ahead and had a, a kid. Love him to death. Love my little nephew. Hey, boo. Um, but now they're looking at me because I'm mm-hmm. older than him. And they're like, so when are you going to have a kid? And right. I'm like, when and if. I get ready to. Right. And that's really none of y'all business. Correct. Um, and so when I brought home my dog <laughs> last year, my mom was like, a dog. <laughs> like she almost like had a breakdown. And I'm like, yeah, a dog. Meet meet your fur uh grand, Sonny. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so now she's kind of treating the dog like it's her grandkids. She sends the dog birthday cards. Stop it right now. Um, and I'm wow. like, you know Sonny can't read, right? <laughs> um, so I think she really is longing for a grandchild. Yeah. But, I mean, I just right now, I'm not in that space. Right. And I may be in that space next year right. or I may not be. Yeah. I think, though, the, the, the common theme here, well, you said it more so than Carmen said it, but we've talked about this, though. It's Y'all want to pressure me to have the child, but are you going to show up here Correct. to assist me and support me? Or are you going to do what most people do, which is celebrate me through, during the pregnancy? Correct. But when the baby shows up, now the village is gone and I had to do it. You know, it turns into this <laughs> match of, well, right. show me how strong you are right. versus let me assist you. Let me support you. This is truly a village. So Correct. I would love to ask you. If what's your current dating status, relationship status? I am single. You're single. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if in the next 365 days before you turn 40, because I'm 38 too, mm-hmm. before you turn 40, if this man, whoever this man is, and I just put that on you, girl, it might not even be a man, but we just gonna say it's a man. Okay. <laughs> well, it's, we, a man it's a man. It's a man. Okay. She okay. Okay. Man. Let's, let's be clear. <laughs> so this man shows up, right? And he is, you know, early 40s. He's been climbing a corporate career. He's been putting off. These desires he's been sacrificing, Mm -hmm. he's been planning, he Mm -hmm. has this hidden desire that he hasn't been pursuing because he has not seen the woman who was worthy of pursuing Mm -hmm. it with, and then he meets you. Mm -hmm. If he says, I love where where you're going in your career, this is where I'm going, these are some of the things that we could set up, these are some of the things we could have in place, I would love for you to consider starting a family with me. What would your response be? We can be open to talking about it. Got it. Because okay. we we have to plan financially. Because mm-hmm. again, um, just as I continue to rise, and if he's in the same kind of corporate space as I, who's helping us, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not about to, you know, uh, reduce myself down um, to to then become some housewife. No, no pun for no shame. No, don't no get her. Don't get her in the comments. Ain't nothing wrong being a housewife. Don't, don't get me. Um, but <laughs> but that's, that's not just, the lifestyle you that's desire. That's just not what I wanted for me. Right. Right. What I what I want you to consider though is that all of that is possible. That's yeah. all. That if if all of that was possible, would you desire? that? Then I would be open to a discussion. Got you. Okay. Right. So because you're flexible. So you're not flexible. because there are some women that are just absolutely like, no, I don't want it, and get that's somebody okay else to too. Do it. Yes, yeah, but it is. You're, yeah. But you're flexible. I and, felt a sprinkle though. That's that's why I had to do <laughs> yeah, I felt that. So. so the same institute, the Institute for Family Studies, did a poll. And it shows that every generation, from Generation Z to the silent generation, which is our grandparents, they somewhat agree with the statement that people should stop having children because their quality of life will be poor. Mm. So basically, they saying, stop giving birth because it's a dumpster fire here. 
the grandmas that had the 10, 13, 27 <laughs> kids, they tell <laughs> us, yeah. that's what the polls say. Oh, okay. I yeah. mean, I, you know. But these kids getting expensive. The kids are expensive. They are expensive. But pot, meat kettle. Like, what are you talking about? Come <laughs> right. on. Right. And so that, that was a recent poll, which I was kind of shocked to see that kids everybody was kind pot. of in alignment with that. Um, and we had a listener who wrote in, 25-year-old. She said, um, it just doesn't seem, this is regarding kids, of course, it just doesn't seem fun for anyone I know. I can't see myself doing it. What is What are our thoughts on that for the 25-year-old listener? Yeah, well, most of my friends have kids, and so I look at them, I'm like, girl, good luck. <laughs> get somebody else to do and it. I, you know, I do not, especially when your kids get sick or there's something comes up at the school, it's kind of like, how are you juggling mm-hmm. all of that? Yeah. I'm going to be real with you. Um, none of my friends who are moms, I would say, make it look fun, per se. I don't se. look like I'm having the time mm. of no, my life, you Carmen. Know. But okay. you, I, I know you love being a mom. I know yeah. that about you. And I know that you work really hard to be a good mom. But would I say, would I look at anybody that I know that has kids and be like, wow, this looks like it's Let's a me great yeah. time. Yeah. I want to do this. No, absolutely not. Yeah. It's not yeah. a great fun time. <laughs> yeah. There are great fun moments. Yeah. But it is literally blessings. the most challenging. I don't want to say hard, but it's 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 the most challenging position you will ever find yourself in because there's no ter- there's no off button. Right. There's no there's no limit to what you could be responsible mm-hmm. for. There's no timeline. I have I have friends with children with special needs. That is a mm-hmm. lifetime. You mm-hmm. know, that is limiting your personal yeah. life for, yeah. for the responsibility of a child. So I I don't knock or judge anybody who makes a decision not to right. have children because I don't think you should have children unless you are completely, completely down you know, for it because it is not easy. Yeah, financially and mental space mm-hmm. for it. For sure. So we do have two other aunties in the studio, and we're going to take a quick break. But before we transition, I want to know, do you have any words of advice to any women out there who might be in the same boat as you or any of our nieces who are thinking about, um, who feel, I guess, a little anxiety around um, possibly not becoming a mother? What what are your what is your feedback? Well, I will say that um, just not let anybody pressure you. Um, and judge you into your own decisions about what your lifestyle long-term looks like. You know, I've had even this come up a lot recently in the dating, you know, world. A lot of men have kind of expressed their, you know, they're disappointed with my decision, you know, kind of like, oh, or how are you going to, you know, be happy long-term if you don't have a kid? Well, you know, having a kid doesn't bring me long-term happiness. I'll be in Turks and Caicos. Yeah. I, I'll, <laughs> Thanks, I'll be in Thailand, um, you know, in in, in 24 hours. So yeah. it, that doesn't, you know, dictate what my happiness is. That comes from me within first, you mm-hmm. know. So I would just say to anybody, especially if you're getting family members that are pressuring you, et cetera, just reduce the noise, you know, reduce and focus noise. on yourself. That's good. And something you said, um, I had a friend who... She admitted later on, um, after her her daughter turned like six, that she actually gave birth because she thought giving birth would make her happier. Mm. Like she wanted a friend, quote unquote. Mm, She mm. wanted somebody to like be her partner in life, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And she found out very quickly that that wasn't going to work. Right. Um, So I think you're right when you say um, 
But we talk about how happy are you going to be in the near future, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Children are not the remedy right. to happiness. Nothing right. is the remedy. Yeah. A man is not the remedy. A Correct. job is not the remedy. Mm-hmm. Money is mm-hmm. not the remedy. You are the right. There you go. So on that note, let's take a quick break. I think we have a voice note from another listener that we're going to play, Grace from New York. And we'll We'll come back back. with our... Yeah. Hi, ladies. Uh, My name is Grace, and I am 35 years old. Um, I... Why I might be okay with just being an auntie is um, a couple reasons. Um, I like my free time. Uh, last week, for example, I went to an event and I was able to pick up and go. I didn't have to arrange childcare. I didn't have to watch any, have anybody watch anything for me. Um, I left when I wanted to leave and I brought my ass back when I want to bring my ass back. And just a little bit of that freedom, um, I'm not sure that I'd be willing to give up. Um, another thing is I really, really do enjoy my money and how I like to spend it. Um, I know that, you know, diapers and formula and things like that only last for a certain amount of time, but after that there's sports and there's kids clothes and there's sneakers and there's haircuts or you know hair you know dues and there's proms and there's all types of stuff you have to spend your money on everything besides you so I guess I could say it's a little selfish but you know those are a couple of the reasons um I have one niece and two nephews and I love them dearly and I love being able to give them back to their parents when the time is over um so you know just having that peace of mind, having that, you know, time to yourself, um, that's why I might be a forever rich auntie. On the flip side, um, I always wanted to have at least one child, um, you know, however, being unpartnered, it is something that um, doesn't really, it's not at the forefront of my mind because I'm not partnered. Um, so that's not even something I'm really thinking about or really can, I can think about it, but not something I can really plan for because, you know, you kind of, kind of takes two to do that. Um, so yeah, that's where I am. Um, my thoughts on motherhood, I think that it's an amazing experience. Um, my mom raised three of us. I see my sister raise her two. Um, you know, I have a host of aunts and uncles who, you know, raise their kids. I got line sisters who raise their kids and it's an amazing experience. I've got to see, you know, many of my line sisters raise their, their kids and their families. And it's an amazing experience. However, for me, I might just be okay with be the rich, being the rich traveling auntie, um, for those reasons, just freedom, time, money, um, and, you know, trying to plan out my future the way I want it to look. All right. We are back with two more fabulous aunties for our conversation. Rich auntie vibes. Rich auntie vibes. Can what? You, how do we define rich auntie? Can we talk about how that for a second? How do we define rich auntie? Do you have auntie? to actually be rich or just childless? Because if you're childless, you're probably rich. I think that. I uh, think that yeah, part. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure, so though. I'm disqualified because I actually... I've always wondered... Mm, no, you still, you got coins. If you got the coins. If you got the coins, okay. then you the rich auntie, period. Hey, y'all. <laughs> so who are y'all? Introduce yourselves. I'm Lauren Cobbs. Hey, Lauren. Hi. How old are you? I'm 34. Okay. I'm from Ohio, mid, Cincinnati. Mid-range auntie. Yes, I okay. turned 34 like a week ago. Okay. So I'm a new, Happy birthday. new mid-range. Thank yes. you. Hey, girl. And I'm Brittany. Hey, Brittany. Um, I'm also 34, also from Ohio. We grew up together. Okay. We're friends, and... I'm an auntie. Y'all are auntie's uh, relationship status. 
Single. I'm single, yeah. One of y'all said I got a suitcase and a dog or something. Who is that? I do. I got a doggy. You are like, I'm ready to what roll kind of at, dog? Any, at any what moment. What kind of dog? Yes, he is a mixed breed, and I he is like my biggest commitment, and he's be slowing me down, because otherwise I do just got, a, I, I mean, I got to carry on. We can yeah, go. Yeah, you can go. <laughs> you hit the road. Dog or not. I have a dog also. Is this like a thing? Because yeah. I'm a dog mom, and Cole laughs at me, because I have a little Labradoodle named Sonny. I'm very serious. She is serious. And, and I'm going to daycare. I take it very I'm seriously. Like, I have a Frenchie, so my dog is very high maintenance. I cannot. Very serious. Yeah. And she has a grandmother. She's the grand, no. pup, the grand mm. pup of the family. Same. Wow. So it's, a, it's a large commitment. Okay. It is. So... Anywho, let's get into some conversation here. So I want to know just about your decisions to be childless, child-free. How did that come about? Are we on the fence? Are we, like, solid, no with it? What's up? Is it an iffy no? Is it a real no? Is it solid? Is it questionable? What what y'all feeling? I mean, for me, it's a real no. Um, I, I just never wanted it. I didn't feel pressured by society to have it and I thought hey like if it comes up and I'm like oh that's what I want like I'm sad that's what I want great mm-hmm. it has not come up I have seven nephews one niece I see a lot of kids mm-hmm. you an auntie auntie I'm an auntie <laughs> and I've never just been like oh I want one for myself I'm always like oh I am so glad I can take them back home that part yes, mm-hmm. mm. what Got about you, you Brittany um it's also a no for me but I'm open to having the conversation. Uh, but, like, I don't have the desire. Like, it doesn't yearn inside of my spirit. Mm. Like, oh, I have to be a mother. You like don't feel maternal. like you're missing anything. No, absolutely gotcha. not. Mm. And some people do have that maternal yeah. desire. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. absolutely want to like, have I, w- I don't want to die without experiencing yeah. this. Yeah, that yeah. was me. That was me, for sure. That was you? That was, I mean, yeah, for sure. I knew I wanted to be a wife and a mom beyond anything mm-hmm. career money like okay. wife wife and mommy i love Please. that all right so let's talk about how people respond mm-hmm. to when you all say hey kids are not for me like how does that um show up in your relationships and your families like what does that look like so people who have kids are always like smart yeah. smart woman don't have kids <laughs> and people my family, I'm the youngest of five. And again, we have eight nieces or nephews between like my siblings. So when my mom starts talking, I'm like, hush it up. You got a 20-year-old nephew. You got a six-month-year-old, I mean, grandchild. Like, you have all the kids you need. Men, however, they have a lot to say. Huh. And I'm like, you don't even have the coins to enable me to live the life I can live today. at the same status in the same place with a child and if you have the coins maybe we can have the conversation but there still has to be the desire for me to want to mother Mm -hmm. I think that's a real thing like I should want to mother before I bring a child in the world and like test it out 100% you should want to be a mom if you give birth I think we've seen plenty of examples of people who clearly did not have the desire not that you can't figure it out Mm -hmm. later right but We've seen examples of you probably shouldn't. It just shouldn't have been because when we talk about selfish, because you mm. I, people get like Let's talk called selfish. selfish because they don't want to have children, <laughs> and I think there's like a negative connotation to that. But I don't think it's always a negative thing if you are about self, right? And I think acknowledging that you are about self and that that's what you want to do 
is not problematic. I think what is problematic, though, and I think what is selfish is bringing children into the world when you know you don't want to have children, when you know you cannot care for children, when you know you don't have the mental capacity to do it and you don't have the support system. I think that is selfish. But I want to hear from you all. Additionally, mm-hmm. outside of those negative re- well, if those are considered negative, mm-hmm. I would consider them negative. The reasons to have a strong, like the desire to have children, like, oh, I want to feed into another person. I want to have a, a long-term friend. I want to love someone. Like, those are also self-serving reasons. Absolutely. So I think it's like two sides of the same coin. You just chose to have them to fulfill your desire to have self-love or to give your love or to, you know, men are like, oh, I want to pass on my legacy. Like, who are you that you need to pass uh-uh, on? Don't, don't do like, what, like what is that. so great about you in this world it, that you have to pass on? I think we're such small specks in a large amount of space that, okay, if I have a child... But you know what? I'm not going to lie. When I was thinking about do I want to have children, that was kind of one of the reasons. I was like, who is going to keep the family going like who's going to take over my business who's gonna you know that was kind of my thought process in it it was like if I do have kids that's probably would be one of the reasons is because I want my lineage to mm-hmm. con- continue and I your know that lineage, sounds though, crazy so you have to impress yourself upon them yeah and they might not yeah. even want to do that like you they're right. gonna be their own person because, too because for all I know my child don't want to be a business owner that Hello? So, you know... I want to earn I think a W-2 check. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. I think it, I think we can... Um, like you said, there's two sides to the coin there. Um, and so, what are some of the most annoying comments that you've gotten from people? Like, what are, the, what are the things that you just absolutely hate and makes you cringe when people say, find out that you don't want to have children? Remember when I was telling you the other day, you said a man said something to you about not having kids? And I was like, you know men think that we're not responsible people because we don't have children? <laughs> yes. And he was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like when you tell them your age and you're like, oh, I don't have kids. That Some some men like kind of look at you like, oh, this is a red flag. Some people consider that a red yeah. flag. Yeah, that you may be irresponsible. Yeah, I've heard the other side of it of men who prefer to date mothers because they're more nurturing and they're more. I mean, that is logically that makes sense. Yeah. You have you have the responsibility of taking care of other humans, so obviously you're gonna know how to take care of another human that you add to the equation. You know what else they be saying? Mm-hmm. That you got bad coochie. If oh you got kids, goodness. or you don't, oh, because no one's gotten you pregnant. Yeah. yeah. My my my. And that's like family planning <laughs> and birth. <laughs> Control, I, don't couldn't, I couldn't have just been a respo- responsible <laughs> no, with what no. I do have. You just got bad coochie. Bad coochie. Didn't nobody want to keep it around. Yeah. Got it. So mm-hmm. It's crazy, though, because it really, like, the thing that annoys me is the selfish part. Uh-huh. Um, and I think my mom used to say that all the time. And again, this woman has eight grand. So what I was going to say to the selfish point is I think the person who is saying that is the selfish one because you want me to have yes, children for, for you. you. It's wild. For so your enjoyment. It's Y'all are crazy. It's selfish. And it's, it's, so that's annoying. Um, and then it's men, it's like the men being like, how dare you not want children? And it's like, what makes you think I want to carry your seed? Mm. What makes you think that I have, I am obligated to put someone else over me? I am my biggest obligation at this moment. Mm. I like there are no other stakeholders that are more important to me at this moment. And why should I put your desires over mine? Because you want kids. Mm. I've already commute. I'm 34. I have worked forever. I work for myself now. I quit my job earlier this year and didn't look for another one. I've been living a very soft life. What makes you think that 
I should give that up because you want it. And, and you want me to. There's so much going on in life that I think, again, to add that pressure when you know that you don't want that, I think just it just doesn't make sense. Can I just, yeah. just tag ahead. myself in as someone who is... So I have a two-year-old and a nine-month-old. I am still very much so figuring out what the hell I am doing. And as someone who definitely felt like the old me died, you know, mm. like I thought during my first pregnancy, when I have this baby, I'm going to be me with a baby. I was not me with a baby. I was a whole with new... A baby. It was a whole new person. <laughs> I thought it was going to be the old me with a kid. No, it's a whole new me. Yeah. I don't think that is... What has changed? Fair for someone to do that to themselves if they for someone else. Mm -hmm. That the the thought that you should sacrifice yourself in that way for someone else and you don't have the desire to do it, I do not do that. Do not do that. Because when I tell you it is truly one of the most difficult transitions of navigating the selflessness that I know that I deserve, but the responsibility mm -hmm. that I know that I have signed up for, mm -hmm. that it, nobody can really help you with it. That's something you really have to figure out on your own. No man, no partner, no none of that. And so I, having still going, you know, still going through it right now, I would not say sign up for that just because somebody tells you you should. Well, you're doing it with so much grace, girl. Am I? Because you, you said I'm making amazing. it look not fun. Well, I was just joking. <laughs> she said that, right? She and said I love, I I love, I love my little uh, virtual nephew. Girl, he is little ass. He um, is me. Okay. I just I love know. them. Um, but <sighs> what would you Sorry, say for the audience? What would you say has changed the most in your life? Girl, my life is not my life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have to leave here. What are we telling you? I got to yeah. get the boss. She's like, I got to get my boss I got to get my, my boss has to be picked <laughs> up. I have to get him. The snacks have to be ready. You know, like, I am answering to someone. Mm -hmm. And as an entrepreneur, I've been, you know, entrepreneur for the last decade. So when I say I have truly had the freedom, mm -hmm. and then even when I, mm -hmm. you know, met my husband and we got together, we lived a very free, let's go to Miami tomorrow type of life. So that that was the biggest transition. It's literally giving up your freedom. And I don't think anything has changed because I am still just figuring out how I can fit some freedom in. You know, I'm mm -hmm. still trying to figure that out. But I am of the theory that my kids are going to have to come with us. Like, y'all are going to have to live our life yeah. until y'all really have y'all lives of your own. Because yeah. I'm not listening to kids bop in the car. I'm not doing <laughs> They need having some bops, so though. I ain't knew, even going to hold you. Gracie's Corner. But I'm not Shout starting that Gracie's because Corner. it's never going to end. No, I'm not doing it. But it's 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 a it's a real thing, and I regardless, it's for y'all out there because I know y'all have made y'all minds up. But for anybody out there who's still on the fence, mm -hmm. I just want y'all to give it some thought and be intentional. Mm -hmm. I think just going with the flow or happen what happened, you know, what do they say? And the next thing I know, yeah. or one thing led to another. Don't let having children be one of those things that led to another. Like, please put some be intention behind it. Be intentional about yes. it. Because yeah. this is not a podcast to say don't have kids. But this is a podcast to say if that's your choice, that's okay, too. And know what you're getting yourself exactly. into. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I want to, the last thing I kind of want to talk about, and I do want to read off some really amazing tweets from black women about their aunties. But what would you say is the auntie's role in the black community? Like, how important were aunties in you all's lives? Like, blood or not blood, how do you view aunties in the black community? Oh, if you want to go first. She got a hella aunts. <laughs> I don't. I well, don't you, you don't. Aunts. You, got, you got, got an uncle. Uncles. She got a lot of uncles. My father here. is right. one of ten. There are eight boys and two girls. I do have aunts, and my mother is 
the only girl. I'm also the only girl. Mm-hmm. So I have had a lot of male influence in my life, but aunties, uncles, let's put them all in the same bag. I think they're very necessary because even when we're talking about the moments where um, it's not fun for the parents, if the mm-hmm. aunties and the uncles step in, like that's what makes it fulfilling for me. If I could take them back, that is perfect. Yeah. But my time with children, I would like to continue to cherish it. And so I think that is best done when they do not belong to me. <laughs> so if I can come pick them up and we go have a good time, like I take my niece play, I have one niece, two nephews, like we go to the movies, mm-hmm. we go to football, like the things we do are going to be fun times. Yeah. And she'll know, she's still young, she's like 13, I can't keep up with her age. But like growing up, she'll know she has a person she could talk to outside of her mother. Like mm-hmm. I think that is important because it is a village and I have friends who have children, I have friends who don't mm-hmm. have children, like the space that we're creating for each other, like even if I could just watch your kids, so you you and your husband or you and your person can go out or you can just have a day for yourself. I think that contributes to even even if I can't have them myself, I have a place and a space for children yeah. that allows other people a to enjoy them. A place in the community, yeah. a place in the village. Absolutely. If I had kids, then I'm definitely not taking your kids. <laughs> So you actually want me to stay childless. Like so that, yeah, so, so you got a no little babysitter. For you. Yeah. Everybody got to play their position. Right. Everybody got to play Everybody their position. Everybody got a role to play. Everybody got a role to play. And people say, like, what I hate so much about, um, you know, U.S. culture and society, and I spend a lot of time overseas, living overseas or traveling, is how individualistic, you mm. know, we we've gotten or we proclaim to be as our strength, like pull yourselves up by your bootstraps. That's a fucking lie. It's been a lie. Mm-hmm. Everyone's known it's a lie. Hello. But we still like... We've been bamboozled. Pur- yeah, we've been bamboozled. And mm. so it takes a village to raise a kid. Who is in that village? Aunties. Yes. Who is like upholding the village of our communities, our families? It's aunties. It's a necessary part. It's it's so critical. Like, I mean, I have a lot of aunts, and one of my aunts, my Aunt Val, she was the aunt, no matter what happened, you fall out with your parents, you're going to be at Aunt Val's house. You running away, you at Aunt Val's house. Yeah. And no matter where she was at, what, like, she had her own kids, it did not matter. You could go to Aunt Val's house, and you're good. Aunt Val is, like, amazing. And I think about myself, right? Like, my nephews definitely think I'm rich. Like, they definitely think I'm rich. But, like, I... Part of that is because, like, we can do nephews. My niece is only six mm-hmm. months, so she's a new addition. But we can do, like, like nephew retreats every year. This, a few weeks ago, I had I hosted 13 family members, and, like, seven of them were my nephews. Every mm-hmm. single one of my nephews came. And we got to do fun stuff. We they went, went to the picking. park. We went apple picking. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think, like, that's a, that is a huge critical component because, like, being a parent is hard. Right? It's hard. Help us, please. Help us. <laughs> Having aunties and people who are going to stand in and say, like, look, you need a break. You need someone to talk to. Like, come through. That's I tell right. my nephews anytime, you want to come live with me? Yeah. Come on through. Please. Having come someone through. you can trust, yeah. there is, I mean, that's priceless. That is truly that priceless. Is. And so to create our own villages, you know, because a lot of people have moved away. Y'all are mm-hmm. not, you know, where you yeah. grew up anymore. And so we are, the responsibility is now on us to create our own villages. And a lot of times it's with our chosen family, mm-hmm. you know, the friends that we're selecting. Yep. So y'all are definitely needed. And just for the record, we have to stop the conversation of your value being tied to whether or not you have children. Girl. Like you mm-hmm. do not, There, I don't think that you, you, 
put yourself above every other woman in the world the day that you give birth. Like right. that is not that does not mean that you bring more value to the world. Well, what than about the women else. who literally cannot, cannot have, have children? children? Right. It's just such I'm a crazy, just, yeah. crazy thought. I mean, if I could just say your value is not worth to your reproductive abilities or capabilities or desire to reproduce. It's not tied to like how much money you create in this world. Like we be worried about the wrong stuff. We be worried about the wrong stuff. Absolutely. So I want to read just a couple of tweets before we wrap. Just people like reminiscing about their aunties. I thought this was really dope. So one user named Kyla Lacey says, all my aunts have kids, but one in particular used to travel a lot and collected refrigerator magnets for every state she's been to in different countries. That was always so inspiring to me. I've been to 46 states, and my fridge is covered in magnets. Oh, my God, why did that make me emotional? Okay. <laughs> the next one says, it's from Hot Mommy. Um, she says, my aunts are everything to me. One of my aunts is my second mother. She taught me how to cook, what liquor to drink, out of which glass. She's kept me from being jumped. She's That's literally so my favorite Person. Come on, kept me from being jumped. Okay. That's a real ugly right there. <laughs> she said, this Ashley Marie says, I was the first child of my family to go away to college. My aunts would send me care packages, like they would bake brownies or a pound cake and then overnight them to me. One time, my aunt called me to come outside, put up to my dorm, and handed me $100, then pulled off. That's the rich auntie right there. Um, and then the last thing I'll say, the la it's so many. I want to read all of them. Um, but uh, the creative alchemist says, my auntie was the one who exposed me to more cultured parts of life. She took me shopping, new restaurants, took me to open up my first bank account, taught me how to fill out a deposit slip and exposed me to new experiences that I probably wouldn't have experienced as a kid. And I just think that is so heartwarming to Shout me. Shout out to the aunties. Yeah, so aunties are so important in our community. Um, I think you guys hold a special place in everyone's heart. Um, and so just thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being transparent. And um, I think we're done. You have any We're not words? done, Carmen. This what? is Dear Auntie and we have not read <laughs> oh, our Dear crap. Auntie. We didn't do Dear Auntie. Hello, guys. You welcome guys to, can weigh in. Welcome okay. to the Dear Auntie segment where we answer <laughs> questions I don't have it from here, the sorry. audience. I know. It's cool. So here we go. Dear Auntie, I've been wondering if I... Ooh. Girl, did I submit this? <laughs> Dear Auntie, I've been wondering if I should finally cut my mom off completely. Oh, she and I have had a rocky relationship ever since I can remember. I'm 26 now, and at this point, I just don't think I can take it anymore. She is so manipulative. She lies to my face. She's never really been supportive, and I feel like it's messing up my mental health. Messing with my mental health. My final straw was the planning for Thanksgiving. We had all agreed that I'd be hosting Thanksgiving this year. It would be my first time for me, and I really, I was really looking forward to it. Three days ago, she put a message in the family group chat stating that she didn't have the energy to travel and that we should have Thanksgiving at her house. And, in quotes, besides, we don't want Chrissy to mess up the turkey. I've been planning and spending all kinds of money to make this a nice experience, and now she's doing this. I feel like she's doing this on purpose. Am I tripping? Your niece, Chrissy. Hell no, you ain't tripping, Chrissy. Let me tripping. tell you something. Hell no, you're not tripping. We be talking about these daddies. Mm. But baby, these mamas, you know we had a whole episode on mama Yeah, issues. we did. These mamas really be good. out here doing these passive-aggressive, shady-ass, undercut, mm -hmm. like, just so, to the daughters especially, it's just such a toxic part of I don't I say black women because I don't know any white women, but it's just a, such a toxic <laughs> part. No white women. I don't know any white women. I'm sorry. It's just such a toxic part of our community and our culture. I mean, 
You know, please. I do think she's doing it on purpose. I do not think you are tripping. And I think that you should stand up for yourself, set boundaries, and probably go to therapy. These are the three mm. things that I am currently doing. And good for you. They're kind of working. Those are three good things, yeah. I yeah. would say. What y'all think? Because y'all was yeah, like, wait. Mm. Yeah, no, I don't think she's tripping. I might be too late because she's already submitted it as a question, but I would have been in a group chat like, well, you can just stay home if you don't feel like traveling. Mm. But I don't have a, a rocky relationship with my mother or my either of my parents, but I that does not mean I would not check them if it got crazy. <laughs> if I like, needed to. Yeah, because you had me. Like, one stance I have, and I'm glad I don't have to take this position with my parents, like, I actually don't owe you anything. Mm. You brought me into this world. Mm. So if you need to take the space to get yourself together, that's something you need to do. But don't put whatever trauma you had on me, which is obviously apparently too late. Mm. So yes, she probably should cut her off get herself together, and then maybe reintroduce herself with some boundaries. Because mm -hmm. I don't want people to not be able to have a relationship with their parent. I know, but it's it so sounds hard. like they are not at a place where they could both be functioning. So okay. if she got to cut her off for now and come back and revisit this later, take, the, take that time, niece. Mm -hmm. I think if she can afford it or find the resources, she should talk to a therapist first. Um, I think if her mom would be open to it, they should go to therapy together. I think that's a stretch, right? Like she ain't but, open to it. That part. <laughs> but she probably <laughs> not. She not. Okay, yes. But as my therapist has told me, like people are imperfect and they will continuously be imperfect. So you have to decide: do you want to be right or do you want to be in relationship? Mm. And I think, like, and and it's not for me to say what is the right choice for her. I just think, as someone who went through some very tough friendship breakups that friendships who were felt like family ooh, and had to be like ooh we had an episode on that too do we want to be right or don't want to be in relationship I think she just has to really decide does she want to be in relationship with her mother at all if so can she set boundaries absolutely should she be in therapy please yes um and maybe there's a way she can move forward with the relationship that protects herself but that still allows for some interaction with her mom. I don't know. Maybe. Ideally. Ideally. That's ideal, for sure. I like that quote. Do you want to be in relationship or do you want to be right? And you have to make that decision for yourself. He got and, me with that one. And too. also, you could right. not want I to would, be in relationship. I want to be right. That's also a thing, too. Right. I want to be you right. You could also decide that this is a toxic relationship <laughs> yeah. that you do not want to yeah. be in, but, yeah. but a therapist will help Absolutely. you. Absolutely. We are not therapists. We did give that yeah. disclaimer. Mm -hmm. What'd you say, Carmen? Cut your mama off. You still going? What you going um, to <laughs> I think, yeah, definitely probably cut her off. I'm really, I'm a really loyal person. Like, I try to make things work. Like, I've been in friendship therapy myself. Like, I'm that person she that She has will, gone to therapy with her friends. Yeah. She is serious. Like, I She's hold serious. on to, if I love you, I like you, and we have a great relationship, I will try to hold on to the very end. And I think sometimes to my own detriment. But when I'm done, I am done. Yeah. And yeah. I do not have a problem cutting people off at all. So, it sounds like this has been an ongoing thing for her. That she really... Yeah, 26 years. Yeah, probably. that is just really taking a toll on her mentally and emotionally. And I am in a season right now where if anything is taking a toll on me mentally and emotionally, it has to go. It's me or you at the end of the day. And it's survival. just because we were born into the same family does not give you the right to disrespect Absolutely. me. It does not give you the right to put your needs, your desires, your opinions above my own just because we family. Get out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, so right, free yourself. Free yes. yourself. Let us know how it goes, though. But get clap back. Clap back, niece. Yeah. Get in the group put chat some and clap back. Voice. Yeah, put some bass voice. Stand up. Where can people find y'all? Some unks out there looking. Are y'all single, ready to meet? What y'all doing? Yeah. Want to shoot your What's shot? What's the tea? Uh, no. 
I, I'm single. I am not. Not, not ready to mingle. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm single, but I'm not even going to shoot. No. Like, it's not, <laughs> F all of that. If you see him in the, the street, if you, holla at yeah, your if girl. If you see him in the street. Right, I mean, but. you can find me at L-O-R-E-N underscore C-L Lauren Co. for, like, community. If you like hiking, friendships. I'm always down for Dope. friendships. Okay, yeah. Um, but it random men shooting. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Let's be yeah, friends. I'm on um, socials. You can find me on Instagram at bflare, B-F-L-A-R-E. Um, but yeah, mostly out of interest. We like to cycle. <laughs> we like to hide things that are cute. Right. Have a fun, good time. But good if you're trying to have a child, not me. Uh-uh. You don't have to. Don't even worry about on it. that one. Okay, get somebody else to do it. Don't try to convince y'all, me either. <laughs> that part it is not open for discussion. Okay. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode. Share this with all your rich aunties out there and let them know that they are not alone, okay? Like, comment, subscribe, do all of the things. And make sure y'all download the Roku app, okay? All you got to do is search Grown Woman TV on your Roku app and you can check out the entire season of all eight of the Grown Woman TV podcast. All right, get in where you fit in. We got something for everybody and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye.